Welcome to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars, a financial podcast for everyone. Now, here's one of my favorite people. (laughs) I'm Sean, the dad, clearly the favorite. And I'm Caitlin, the daughter, clearly my dad's mistaken. Welcome back to Dad's Daughters and Dollars again with my lovely wife, Deanne. And I'm Deanne, the one with the goofy giggle. <laughs> I wouldn't call it goofy. <laughs> it's, it's a little goofy. All right, so I'm back in town. I was in San Jose over the weekend. I did a 5K and saw a friend and I had a great time. We're back uh, recording the podcast, um, episode 311 or so. I mean, uh, 711, <laughs> 7th season. Um Today I'm talking about a life file, and I know my wife knows what that is, and this is not a common term. It's something- It's our term. It's our term, but I kind of came up with it, and it's basically a place for all your important records. So I got the idea- instructions, not just records, but instructions. Well, it's everything. So I got the idea when I read an article in this magazine 20, 20 plus years ago, and it was- the article was about what you should do if your wallet is stolen. And, you know, we, most of us might think, you know, some people have four to six credit cards. They have their health insurance card. They have their AAA card. They have their um, um, global entry card. They have a million different things. But could you remember all of them? Or would you actually know which credit card company to call and cancel your card and get issued a new card if you ever lost or had your wallet stolen. So one of the things I learned from it is they said once or twice a year, you should photocopy everything in your wallet. And I went, well, what a great idea because then you know exactly, oh, I misplaced my wallet. Boom. I know I have, let's say. You've got a list of everything that was in there. But let's say you had 10 credit cards, but you only have four credit cards in the wallet. You wouldn't Mem- have memorized exactly which ones, and then you have to go and track down the other six to see which ones and try and process of elimination. Did you have any photos in the wallet that were like, this is my kid's third grade graduation type thing? So I decided I would do this, and then I expanded upon it. So I every year I photocopy the front of every card that's in my wallet. So there's a AAA card, there's my um, driver's license, there's uh, membership cards to gyms, any discount cards that you have to like, oh, you 20% off a various vendor because you're a frequent so user. So basically everything in your wallet. And what I do is, and I found out I can probably put about six cards on one piece of paper and I will Xerox the card. So it'll have like the credit card number and then I leave a space underneath it, and then I put down um, the expiration date, the security code, um, the phone well, number for customer service need, if I need to cancel right. the card. So the, so basically the things that are on the back. So you don't photocopy the back. I don't photocopy the back, and okay. I just photocopy the front, but I write down everything that needs to be um, you know, I need to know in, in case I need to cancel the card. Right. So I leave that space under, and I can usually put about six cards under each um, on, per page. Um, I find in some years, because I try and update it twice a year is what was recommended, so I try and do that. So I put a, uh, 
a uh, reminder reminder in my phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, update the you know wallet you know information. I will go in there and then some years they go. Oh, I have nothing to update from my life file because everything hasn't changed. But right. like for instance, you and I went to Europe. We went to Finland and Sweden. So I will link to those episodes of us travel hacking our way to Finland and Sweden. And when I got back a month later, I saw a charge on one of the cards that was like for $300 that I didn't remember. And I'm like, I believe I didn't do that. I call the credit card company why they're doing research to see what that vendor actually is. Um, They canceled my card and issued me a new one. So I knew, well, I better Xerox that card and replace it in the the live file type of thing. All right. So... I try and do this twice a year. Everything in my wallet gets updated as to everything that's in there. And the things that are in there are like driver's license, um, the global entry card, my health plan card, like I have one for dental, for prescription, and regular medical doctors. Um, All credit cards. um, Anything that is um, a business card. Like, oh, this is from this particular podiatrist who's a specialist or something like that. Were there any photos in my wallet that, you know, I want to make sure I can try and track the, down the digital file and maybe reprint it if I want to? And I, I mean, I'm sure there's a few people that have photos in their wallets, but I'm guessing 90% of people don't. Of people have a, their photos on their phones. But I, I even mention this because I'm sure there are people that are 60 plus that still have those type of wallets. Yeah, yeah, I know. I said that I'm sure there's a few people out there, but... So, but anyhow, everything gets photocopied twice a year, and sometimes I don't have to update anything, and sometimes I have to update two things or something like that. But that way, I know, and there was one time, and it was the only time I ever did this, I did misplace my wallet, and I had to replace everything in it, but I just immediately went to that life file. Mm -hmm. And what is the life file? It's really, basically, it's a binder I have... And I put all the documents in there. We're going to take a quick break. And then I'm going to come back. I'm going to tell you about everything else I have in the live file. I highly recommend that you have one. Because it's if anything happened to me, if anything happened to my wife or my daughter, the remaining people could just open up the live file and know exactly what to do. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Hey everyone, just want to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. It's the app we use to get our podcast to you. Sean and Caitlin have really enjoyed their experience and it's super easy to use. Certainly if Sean can use it, you can. We really think everyone should use Spotify for Podcasters. Start talking about your hobbies or your deepest, darkest secrets. Something. You won't regret it. All right, so we're back and we're talking about a life file and we sort of defined in the beginning a life file is a place where you keep all your important information or documents. So in the beginning, I talked about that everything in my wallet has been photocopied and it's in there and it's probably amounts to four pages worth of photocopying or stuff like that. And it has the customer service or how I would renew something or how I called to replace my AAA card or global entry card should they be lost. But what else is in the live file? I have every insurance record in there. And, and by that, I mean whatever's current. So let's say I got the invoice for home insurance and 
it says how much it costs and it's due on September 30th or something. I show that that's been paid and when it expires. And then I just, you know, uh, put three holes in it and put it in the binder. So I have that for home insurance. I have that for life insurance. I have that for car insurance. And because we're in California, I have that for earthquake insurance. Um, on that is also the insurance brokers. I write down that sh- for each one, should I need to replace anything or change insurance? Or can you send me a new uh, home insurance card or something like that? Because ours got misplaced type of thing. Also in there... I have copies of the certificate of title for any cars we own. So you get a thing called certificate of title if you have paid off your car and you're still driving it. You need that document to sell the card. So the actual copy of that will go into our safe, but I have Xerox copies of it. So (laughs) if you just want to quickly reference, go into the life file and look under the car section, you can go, oh, that one's paid off, and if there's not a certificate of title in there, then it's not paid off. Right. Okay. Um, I have in there a copy of the grant deed for our house, which means our house has been paid off. Mm-hmm. So you could sell your house if you hadn't paid it off, and you would just get whatever equity you have that you had paid off up to that point. But this shows that we own the house free and clear, and there's no liens on it. And they send you this from the county or the state or wherever. And here in California, the county, L.A. County, I file for my house is paid off. Will you send me the copy of the grant deed? And I have that and I have a copy of that. I have a list of all our brokerage accounts. So you and I both have regular IRAs, SEP IRAs, and Roth IRAs. So that's six accounts. And then we have a brokerage account. We have a savings account. So all those things are put in there so we know how to track that type of stuff, what the actual account numbers are, and if there's any special rules for putting money in or taking money out, that's all in that. Um, I have a list of all our doctors, like dentists, chiropractors, optometrists, etc. A list of who they are, their names, and their phone numbers, and how to contact them type of thing. And like, for instance, four years ago, my regular doctor that I go and see retired. Mm-hmm. So in the in the UCLA Medical Center that I go to, I went and sort of interviewed two other doctors, three other doctors, and I picked one. I'm like, okay, do you mind being my regular doctor? And so now I have a relationship with that person. Um, a list of all the medical information. So like our health plan, who to contact at the health plan if you have to ask about some sort of Invoice, you know, you went to the doctor, the insurance picked up this much, you you understood that it was 100% covered and you still got a bill. So, like, who do you call at the so, health plan? So, you actually basically have every single number of everything you need in your life. Exactly. In the life file. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, well, the other thing is, should anything happen to me, you open up the life file and just you make the phone call. Right, right. I, I just didn't realize that. Everything. Everything that you had in there. Um, A copy of the pension plan, meaning it might not be the exact like, oh, this is an 18-page document, but it'll say who to contact at the pension plan, Mm -hmm. uh, what sort of information to ask for, because there's, with my pension plan, that you can get a lump sum and a small monthly, or you can get a very higher, a much higher monthly 
and no lump sum. Right. So here's the person to contact. Like, for instance, at my pension plan, you know, the names are divided by like, you know, A through F and G through whatever. And so I'm Mulcahy and it's under M and who to contact. And right. sometimes that person changes. So right. I update that. Right. Um, a copy of the health plan of who to call at the health plan should you have any questions. Okay. Um, our social security information, what does that mean? Not only all the numbers for you, me, and Caitlin, but the current value of our security, uh, social, social security. security. Okay. So, for instance, because of the year I was born, my full retirement age is 66 years and four months. The year you were born, your uh, full retirement age is 67. But you can start collecting Social Security at age 62, and you just get a reduced amount. Right. So Does that I, amount ever go up as I get older? Yes. Okay. If, you, if you delay it past your full retirement age up to 70, you get a higher amount each year. Right. No, I knew that. But, but once you take it, if I did take it at 62, would it grow once I hit the, 67? The, would it No, to- it, it never gets back up to your full amount. Okay. But what it does do is it gives you cost of living increases. Okay. And the cost of living increases are never defined as exactly every February or something. Like it's, it's whenever they give them. Okay. And some years they like this past year they gave nearly nine percent, and some years they give two percent, right? Whatever it is. Um, so I have a document in there, and I think this is super important. Everybody should do it. It's called "In the Event of Death" document. Mm-hmm. So it says, if I die, these are my life insurance plans and their value, and when they expire. Um. It says in there, like, all you have to do is get a death certificate from the county, and then that's presented to the life insurance company, and then he, then they will pay you off. Mm-hmm. Here's the phone number of who to talk to at the life insurance company. Right. Did you know also Social Security, you get a death benefit? Mm-hmm. It's $255 for the surviving spouse. And if you have a child that's under 18 and under, mm-hmm. so Caitlin doesn't apply. Mm-hmm. Um the value of the Social Security benefit should I die because I am just short, two months short of being 67. Right. I am definitely past my full retirement age. I haven't collected Social Security. So you would get a certain amount. If you are at your full retirement amount, you will get more. But there's a, a certain amount you get based on when I would pass away and, and what age you are at that time. Okay. So all those amounts are in this live file. Okay. Um, I have in there the value you get um, of the Social Security Bennett and the value of my regular IRA and the value of my SEP IRA. So that can be put in as part of your benefit if I should pass away. The Roth IRAs that I have, you don't have to touch at all. They can just keep growing. Mm-hmm. And because you're a beneficiary on it, you can take it whenever you want, but you do not have to touch it. With the other two accounts, the regular IRA and the SEP IRA, I believe you have to transfer to your accounts, your SEP IRAs and regular IRAs. But I have all that information in there. Okay. All right. Um, here's the other stuff in there. At the end of the event of death document, and I have one for you, one for me, and one if anything happened to both of us, what Caitlin would do. Right. Um is the total of the lump sums and the monthly amounts. So it's all added up at the end of my document 
this is what you could expect. Now, I have to be honest, I haven't updated in like 10 months. So I know the amounts are much higher. Right. But I put at the head of every document, when's the last time it was updated? Right. Um, I have in their retirement documents, which means it's the current um, amount of our retirement attack. So we have six retirement accounts, not including my pension and not including Social Security. But I add all those up together so you could see exactly what each of us has right. in our accounts. Right. Um, I have uh, a list of all our passwords. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a list of our emails and passwords, a list of credit cards. I have a document called credit cards attached to auto pay. So I know a lot of people do this. Like I have our home phone and our internet and various other things, maybe our uh, water and power attached to a credit card that gives us mileage. Right. So if that was a card that was ever stolen, I got to update that because then they're going, hey, we try to take, you know, auto pay for this month and it got screwed up. So I have those exactly. Right. And I have the same for my business credit card of which ones are attached to which things. Right. Um, I have a photocopy of our insurance cards for each type of insurance. So in there is like, oh, here's our car insurance for each car. Mm-hmm. Here's our home insurance. Here's the card that you actually might have to present to a cop when you're driving your car type of thing. Right. Um, I have like then other things that are just various documents that I thought would be important. So like, for instance, I have a document in there, how to program our garage door openers. Because uh-uh. it's not... Yeah, it's, I don't remember that one. <laughs> I, it was not obvious, but when I had to redo our garage door openers, it was like, oh, the information says this, but I realized there was actually two other little mini steps that they're not really saying. Mm-hmm. I write those in so that if we ever want to change, you know, the code for our garage door openers, mm-hmm. then I know how to do it. And right. There's a little document there. Right. Things like um, how to do our RMDs, which are requirement required minimum distributions. There's a way to do it to uh, make them as uh, beneficial to us as possible, or you could do it another way and you lose some of your RMDs because you didn't do it tax efficiently. Right. Um, I have a thing of how to invest online like a Schwab. So if anything happened to me, here's the instructions for online. And every once in a while, they change their online interface. Right. So I have down there how you would do it. Right. Um, and then, so this is an, an unmarked binder. I don't want to label it. And then that usually goes in a secure spot like a safe. Um, I try to update it twice a year. And I'll be honest, each time I update it, because the numbers change so much, like when the stock market goes up or down, the retirement accounts that I'm totaling up in are there, they go up and down. Right. So it takes me usually three to four hours to mm-hmm. update this each time I update it, and I try and update it twice a year. Right. But the thing I love about it is if we're like, you know, I had to change my Amazon password twice this year because for some reason they weren't accepting it, so I went, well, forgot my password, and you reset the whole thing. So that gets put back in there in case you're like, I've changed it twice this year. I don't even remember what it is because I'm being asked for it, but you're sitting at home. I go and grab the live file and go, oh, that's what I changed it to, right. that type of thing. It's been so incredibly helpful f- for me in terms of 
you know, I'm being asked a question. I say, can you wait one second? I go in the other room, grab the live file. I find whatever information the person on the other side of the phone is looking for. And it's all in one place as opposed to you and I have a a four drawer high file cabinet. If I had to look through all the files there for each piece of information, it would just take, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to call you back in three hours until I find that thing. This is, it's all in one place. Mm -hmm. And and it's really, really helped us. Uh, I've used it, I probably use it twice a month. I I probably use it more than that. Yeah. So um, that's kind of what this week's episode's about. I really, really appreciate everybody listening because, you know, sometimes I was really trying to come up with a decent idea for this and I was going through my life file because I had to update stuff and I was like, well, I think this is a pretty good idea for an episode because... We found it extremely beneficial, and I love the fact that should something happen to me or should something happen to you, Caitlin knows about the life file, and she can just go there, and she knows all the information instead of trying to track it down, and you're going crazy. It's a very uh, valuable thing to have, I think. I mean, it's priceless for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, again, I think we... We got another country. I'm sorry, I don't remember it offhand, oh. but we got another country. <laughs> Yay! We have 35 countries now. I'm so excited that uh, it just keeps growing. And I, I thank everyone for listening. Uh, this has been a really fun journey. And um, thank you again for listening. And Thanks. thank you to my wife. Hey, you're welcome. Bye, guys. <laughs> the content on Dads, Daughters, and Dollars is for informational purposes only and does not constitute professional financial advice. Listeners should consult an attorney, accountant, financial planner, or other professionals to suit your specific needs.